Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close for the Raiders. And Papali would be inappropriate. And the score! He's done it! He's done it! Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast thanks to OAC Digital. Round 10 is the NRL's magic round and the Raiders will travel to Suncorp Stadium on Sunday to take on the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks after the win against the Bulldogs in Round 9. Joining us on the podcast today is Lauren Pritchard. Hey, Ben. And Nick Cottridge. Hello, mate. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, good to have you here, Nicky. Uh, We'll get stuck straight into it. Let's go around the horn. Well, it was great to see him back out there on Friday night, um, ref- uh, referring to, of course, Jared Croker. Unfortunately for Toots, uh, he came off at the back end of the game with a shoulder injury. But, Lauren, good news today. He's probably only going to miss two to three weeks with that injury. Won't need surgery, which is, which is really great news and relieving news for not only the club but Jared as well. Absolutely. It got a bit scary towards the end of that game when he went down and it, we didn't know what was going on and how long he might be out for. But the fact that he will be back around round 12 or 13 is wonderful news. Must have been great to have him back out there, Nick. You guys hadn't played um, alongside each other since 2020, yeah, so long time. Yeah, no, it was great to have Tootsie out there. You know, such an experienced player and um, to have my buddy back there on the left side, it was, yeah, it was gr- I was happy for him. And um, yeah, he went outstanding, I think. So hopefully that shoulder... As you said, two to three weeks, that's good news. Yep, really good news. Um, this weekend, we take on the Sharks. We're going to focus on that in a little bit um, down the track. But Joe Tarpany, a little milestone for him. 150 games at NRL level this weekend, Loz. A great achievement for him. He's been one of our best this year. And he's been averaging about 131 metres a game. And he's just been so strong. So a great achievement for him. Taps, what can you say about him, Nick? He's um, one of those players that just um, has you know, been in really good form all season. Yeah, definitely. Since uh, round one, you know, he's been killing it and um, he's been really leading the pack out there and um, he's been playing great footy. He, he, along, with, along with him and Papa, um, they obviously yeah. let the, led the, lead the platform, but um, Taps in particular this year is um, probably playing, you know, if not equal, better than the, uh, the football that he's played in his career. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's been he's hard to handle. He's a big body. He's, you know, real long, strong, just bumping people off. And, we, yeah, we need that on the weekend from him. He's been killing it. And, um, yeah, he's been going great. Round number 10 is Magic Round. We're heading to Suncorp, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Lauren, uh, up against the Sharks. We played them uh, a long time ago now, it seems. But um, it'll be <coughs> – it's quite funny to think that um, out of the, the nine games that we've played, we've played four of those games against the same two teams. So we've played the Cowboys twice and lost both those games. We've played the Sharks once and won that. So hopefully we can make it two from two against the Sharks. Hopefully we can. They've been in great form. They're in the top four at the moment. And we'll, um, yeah, round one, we're lucky, not lucky to get the win, but it was great that we got a win um, so early in the season. So I'm looking forward to that game. Magic round, Nick. Uh, it's always a big occasion. You've um, been lucky enough to be um, part of a couple of them. Um, last year, you actually played the Raiders in that game. Yeah. Uh, and the year before that was that, you know, crazy game against the Roosters. Roosters. So um, it's, it's something a little bit different in the NRL season. Um you know, we play a few games regionally, but this is one where, you, you know, you could be playing in front of, you know, anywhere between thirty to 50,000 people on Sunday. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's great for the game and um, it's great to be out there. It's always a big crowd and it's a great stadium to play at. And, um, yeah, I think the boys enjoy it too, playing in Brizzy there. So it's going to be definitely a big matchup against the Cronulla Sharks. So hopefully we get two from two from them. Yeah, the Saturday night is a sellout for Magic Round, but tickets are still available for the Sunday afternoon games. Uh, of course, the Raiders being involved in that one at one fifty. 
Raiders over the Bulldogs last weekend at GIO Stadium. A big win for the club, a much-needed win. Um, and, it, you know, they played pretty well, Lauren, considering the pressure that would have been on the side heading into that game. And um, our 5'8 on the night, Matt Frawley, came in uh, for Jack White and did an amazing job. He did a great job. Um, back in position probably for the first time this year. He's played at hooker, he's played off the bench. He's played um, at half-back as well, so for him to be in that 5 eighth position and do such a good job, his kicking game was great, his um, kick chase was great as well, and that try was really impressive as well. Selling a bit of candy there, they said in the um, in the commentary, Nicky, he threw the double dummy and he sold, I think, Marshall King first, and then he got um, Matt Dufty. It was nice to see Frawls um, put on a bit of class there for that try that he scored. Yeah, definitely. It was, you know, our standing game from Frawls, I reckon his kicking game was unbelievable, and um, yeah, he led the team out there with that dummy, that try too, and, you know, that was great stuff from Frawls, and um, against his old club too, how good, even better, so... Happy for Frozza. Yeah, he was um, one of those. Pl- um, well, he's one of those players that just comes in and does a job for you. I remember last year he he played a um, couple of games there in the halves and with Sam Williams for a couple as well. And they did such a great job when Jack was away at Origin. And with Jack being out for another game this weekend, it's a, a nice little confidence boost for him to come in and do another job for us against the Sharks. Yeah, definitely. You know, if you can back up from last week, you know, oh, against the doggies, he killed us. So, um, yeah, it's good to have their Frozzy there. And um, hopefully he goes good again. Yourself, mate, you up against the dogs. Um, Adam Elliott probably had a little bit more feeling in the game for him because he'd spent so yeah, much definitely. of his career at the dogs. But was it weird playing against them last weekend? I guess a little bit because I was there last year. But, um, yeah, I was just happy to get the two points and get the win because the club really needed the win. So, um, yeah, it was a good game of footy, but it was even better to get over them. Uh, it's been one of those seasons this year where we've been able to um, struggle a little bit in the second half, Lauren, but I thought last week we showed some really good composure in that second half and although we didn't score any tries, um, we were able to kick penalty goals when it counted and and uh, and most importantly defend our own try line, which was um, very important at the end in terms of the scoreboard. Yeah, I thought we were really smart in that second half. We had those two penalty goals and I thought our game management was really good too, so it was good to see that. Um, like eighty minute performance and get the win. Was that something that you guys had focused on, Nick? That eighty minute performance. Um, you guys, as I said, you didn't score any tries, but your defence and you know, the way that you hung in there for each other in that second half was probably the best we've seen for a few weeks. Yeah, we've been really working on that training. You know, the starts of our second halves and um, just switching on. I guess not not that switching off and um, just trying to stay in the game. And I, I guess um, our defence was really good. In the, I reckon our middle and the backs and edges. Um, you know, everyone scattered and got to the play. I said that one tackle from um. Froz on the line against Tevita, you know, there was overlap there and everyone just scrambled to make that tackle and I thought that was a massive play from the boys. Mate, you had a couple of um, good moments in that game too. One, I thought you were going to run away and score a try. You were inside, you were outside and you you did a great job. It must have been nice to see a bit of open space. Yeah, it was good to finally get some open space out there but um, yeah, how far out got caught there would have been good to go through the line there but what can you do? Yeah, no, it was a good performance from you and a good performance for the team. So looking forward to seeing... Uh, you know, how we back it up this weekend. Interesting one for me, though, was that uh, Nathan Highmarsh gave three Dally M votes to Matt Burton. I don't know what game he was watching. I mean, Burton was good, but was he the best player on the field? Uh, make your mind up on that one, but <laughs> I, I don't think so. Nick, uh, let's talk about you, mate. Um, it looks as though, um, from the outside of looking in, you're really starting to settle back in and, and enjoying your football again, which is always a good sign. Yeah, definitely. You know, the last couple of weeks, just, that's the main thing I've just been focused on, just to just have fun out there, enjoying my footy, and that's what I'm doing. You know, all the boys have been good and the staff's been good here, so yeah, I'm really enjoying my time back here. You brought up your 100th Raiders game on Friday night. How much does it mean to you to reach that milestone? Yeah, no, I couldn't believe it happened so fast, you know, and um, as a little kid, I always dreamt of just playing that one game for the Raiders and to play 100, it's an unbelievable feeling, and um, 
as I said, I couldn't do it without the boys and the coaching staff. So yeah, it's, it was the happiest thing. I was just we got the two points. Yeah, that's right. I remember when you um, when you first came into the club as a junior. I remember you came up. Um, I think Dave Hamilton might have been the yeah, recruitment manager yeah. then. And <laughs> you, when you signed your first contract with your dad, you were such a yeah. nervous little kid <laughs> and stuff. I was but a shy. <laughs> but you um, you were one of those kids that um, that was very um, accomplished at junior level, and you had a lot of success um, personally in, in coming into grade so young. Um, and then reaching 100 games at, at your age, I mean, that's a pretty pretty significant achievement. Yeah, I, I just can't believe how, you know, how everything's worked out. And, um, yeah, I've been pretty lucky too, you know, getting through without injuries and whatnot. Just last year I had a few injuries. But, um, yeah, as I said, you know, I couldn't have done it without the boys and all, and all the coaching staff too. They've helped me out a lot since, since I was 18. And, um, yeah, I'm happy enough to do it at such a great club like this. We spoke about um, how good it was to have Jarrett back, but did he give you some extra confidence uh, on the weekend? I mean, you guys are pretty close on and off the field and you've played a lot of football with each other. Was it was it nice to strike up that old combination again? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was nice to have Tootsie out there. You know, he just gives me confidence. His talk, you know, is really good out there. He's always he's always yelling at me, <laughs> telling me to go in for a run and whatnot, but I, I really like that. And, um, yeah, we just, I guess we got that good combo going there and, got along off the field too so I guess that makes a big impact on the field a little bit too. You've been back in Canberra for about six months now how are you finding being back in Canberra and back at the club as well? Yeah no it's good you know I've been enjoying my time here it's um real slow pace I love it there's no traffic so I just go home sleep come do what I need to do and um yeah all the, I like all the boys here they're all great you know the st- staff and yeah it's like I've never left it felt like I just went on a gap year overseas <laughs> to Serbia and came back so it feels like I've never left. What did what did you learn from that experience last year I mean it was a a really tough decision for you personally to make at the time that you were going to go and play for the Bulldogs and um, and obviously you'd probably never experienced that, um, you know, media pressure and everything that went along with it but you went up to the Bulldogs and you and you played there for a year, interrupted as you said by injury but the experience itself, did you enjoy, um, you know, just testing yourself and trying yeah. something a bit different? Yeah, definitely. It was a big experience for me, you know, um, well, leaving Canberra and I was born and bred here so it was a, it was a big, um, big step for me and... Um, I think it was just something I needed to do to experiment, I guess, to get it out of my system sort of thing. And um, yeah, I went up there and yeah, it didn't really turn out as wanted. But um, yeah, I was happy enough when I spoke to Sticky on the phone. You know, I was like, I really want to play back at this club with Sticky as a coach and all the players we got too. So it was a no-brainer for me to come back home. I suppose it's a little bit of a case of uh, the grass is not always greener on the other side. You had yeah. a look and, and tried what was out there, but then you realised what you had back here. Yeah, definitely. You know, as I said, um, that, that phone call of Sticky made me really want to come back, you know, and I spoke to him and... Yeah, just, just the way we spoke and whatnot and the boys too. And I was just like, yeah, I want to go back home, you know. Just, um, I guess we've got unfinished business here since 2019. So it'll be good next couple of years to even get that back in the grand final. What were your goals coming back to the Raiders this season and just for the rest of the season as well? Yeah, our goals just to keep having fun, you know, just enjoy my footy and have fun and um, obviously make play semi-finals footy grand final because I think all the boys still got the fire in their belly from 2019, you know, the way we lost and... It's, it's still you still think about that there's moments at you know at home and whatnot you always think about that so the main goal is yes to try to get to that grand final again with the boys yeah obviously you've played some representative football uh, during your career as well is that something that you definitely still aspire to I mean you're only still very young so the opportunity is there to you know at some point get back into that New South Wales Australian sort of setup and and maybe play some more games for them yeah definitely you know that's my goal of mine too to um try to play another couple of origin games or just, just get good back to my form and just play good footy. And um, I just worry about Canberra, just try to play the best I can and then let itself worry about itself, I guess. And, um, yeah, definitely a goal of mine to play rep footy again. 
Raiders and the Sharks, 1.50pm on Sunday at Suncorp Stadium, the first of the three games on the Sunday um, as part of the Magic Round, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, the Sharks was coming off the back of a very, very strong performance against the Warriors, despite being at 1.11 men down. Uh, they lost Will Kennedy to a send-off, and they lost Jesse Ramian uh, to a sin bin, but they still were able to, to keep the Warriors out, and I think they might have even scored a try uh, not either just before or just after that period when they only had 11 men. So they've showed a lot of resilience this year, um, particularly since losing to us early in the season. Yeah, it was an incredible win on Sunday. Um, just a gutsy win and it'll be something they take a lot of confidence out of, the fact that they were able to hold on during that game and then get the win as well. Nick, how hard is it to defend with 12 players on the field? And you know, I mean, they went down to 11. Um, so is that does it change your whole mindset with the way that you defend? Some teams seem to rally when there's someone off the field. Yeah, I think you tend to lift more. Like everyone just works even harder because you know you got that one down. They had two down, so yeah, it was great effort for them. That was, I think the other they actually scored too with eleven men. So um, yeah, it was a big effort. I remember a game a couple of years back when we played Cronulla down in Cronulla, and similar thing happened to the Raiders. We lost a player to the sin bin. And we actually managed that situation really well. I think we kicked three penalty goals. Um, in the 10 minutes and then we're able to manage that situation and, um, and, get the, and get the game going again. Can that sometimes be something that helps you lift? I guess so because you know you've got that one player down or in that case too but um, I guess your defence just everyone just works harder because you need it because you've got that one player off the field so you just got to work for each other even harder. So Raymond and Kennedy are missing this week but they've still got plenty of talent across the park don't they? Yeah definitely they've still got some good outside backs so I think they've got that Metcalf and um, that Ronaldo didn't play the other week, so they got him. He could play centers or wings, so or even if they shift the halfback to full, um, fullback. So I don't know what they're going to do there, but yeah, they've got talent across the board. They've been really astute in their recruitment this year, the Sharks. They brought in a couple of players from the Melbourne Storm in Nico Hines, Dale oh, Finucane. I mean, those two guys um, are really, really um, accomplished players, came from a good system, brought that work ethic that they had at the Storm to the Sharks, and we've seen the rewards from it, haven't we? Yeah, they've been playing really good footy at the moment, um, Nico Hines and Finucane, and... Um, yeah, I think that in Cronulla the whole time they've been playing good footy, so it's going to be a big matchup for us. We've got to be on since the first half and the second half, but um, yeah, I think everyone's looking forward to getting out there. A little bit of a reshuffle for us this week, Nick. We've seen um, obviously Jared go out, but um, Sebastian Chris um, gets a chance to start the game, and Xavier Savage uh, coming onto the bench and uh, in Magic Round on on the big stage, um, perhaps uh, he could maybe spark something when he comes onto the field. Yeah, definitely. He's, you know, he's lightning fast, so yeah, he's got the ability to do that. And um, yeah, Sebi. It's been going good too. I remember last year watching him play in the left centres and he was killing it there. So it's good to get the opportunity for Sebi too. He'll go setting out there. He's had a quite a year, Sebastian Chris. I think he's missed um, a couple of games through injury. He's been in COVID isolation two, maybe three times. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for him to actually build some consistency and get some footy lives, it'll be a good thing for him. Yeah, I'm really happy to see him there. It's crazy. It's been, we're in round yeah. 10 and he's finally getting in that spot, like, and hopefully for maybe. A couple of weeks now, so looking forward to seeing him play. He's obviously had a very tough start to the year, but yeah, excited for him. One good thing, apart from that Jared injury, Nick, is the team is you know pretty much similar to last weekend. So you know, um, with Jack set to come back next week, um, it's really an opportunity for for Matty Frawley to have another good game and and maybe try and maintain a spot going into the weeks after when Jack's back. Yeah, definitely. You know, the boys that came in are doing the job, so it's going to be. Um yeah, as you said, you could get a spot there too. So um, I guess everyone's, it's NRL, you've got to play good each week or that your job's on the line pretty much. So 
um, yeah, everyone's been training well, and I think we're all looking forward to getting out there. Well, it was really good to see Jamal Fogarty back on the training paddock this week, um, just starting to do a few little skills and, and some kicking and stuff like that. And, um, you know, he's doing what be a few weeks away from actually playing, but just having him back around the group looked really good at training, didn't it? Yeah, it's so great to see him back. We were only saying outside the office before that... Um, when it was first, we found, first found out about his injury that, you know, round 16 felt so long away, but now we're at round 10. So it's only, it's not really that far away. So it's great to see him out and about and running around now. Yeah, that's right. It's so disappointing, Nick, because we had, um, in the trial games when we had Josh Hodgson, Jamal, Jack um, and Chance in that spine, um, everything looked really settled and yeah, really, definitely. really strong. And we've had all those disruptions to those positions so far this season. It will be nice to get Jamal back at some point and, you know, hopefully get a bit of stability. Yeah, it will be definitely good to have Jamal back. You know, it's just that's one of those things you come to um, footy. You know, injuries and um, yeah, it's been a bit tough on our spine, a bit down on troops and whatnot. But um, yeah, once we get Jamal there back and Jacko next week, you know, it'll be it'll be good to have them boys back. That's right. It's just a matter of now stringing some wins together, Loz, and and hopefully giving ourselves an opportunity at the back end of the season to push into finals. Yeah, um, we've got a couple of away games now and then we go into home games for a few weeks. So it'll be good just to get a few wins and get some good crowds at home and just keep going. Absolutely. I think we're four Sundays in a row, so a chance yeah. for everyone to kick back, enjoy their Sunday roast and then get along to the footy in the afternoon. All right, podcast prediction time. And somebody got a point last week. It wasn't me. It wasn't... Uh, our guest, Matt Frawley, it was Rosie who picked Elliot Whitehead for a try. Um, Nick, I had you last week and you <laughs> let me down, so um, no points for me. Uh, and Matty Frawley had Jared Croker to score off on his return, and he almost did. And I actually said that if he was going to score, it was going to be off a Matt Frawley kick, and it nearly was. But anyway, that's the break. So a point for you guys. You're off the mark, I think, so that's exciting for you. Uh, what have you got for us this week, Loz? Well, I've consulted with Rosie because she's in the good form at the moment and I'm going to go with the Sebastian Chris try. Yep, Sebastian return. Chris on his return. Nick, what have you got? I'm going Chance at fullback. Chance at fullback, no worries. Well, you know what? I'm going to go for you again. You're due. You're absolutely <laughs> due. Magic round, big stage, Suncorp. I'm going for you. So <laughs> there we go. Nick Cottridge to score a try this weekend. Uh, guys, Loz, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Ben. And Nick, thanks for joining thank us you. and all the best thanks, of luck guys. up there in Queensland this weekend. Thank you. There it is. Behind the limelight, thanks to OAC Digital. We'll catch you next week.